It is Sunday, July 17th, 2011. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronic broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. It's the season finale. We're chatting about Google Plus. We're talking about Transformers 3 and those silly, silly Trekkies. It's episode 4.24, A Cute Little Caboose. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar. You're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. So, once again, I have to explain where I've been for the past few weeks. Uh, well, see, it's like this. Long-time listeners know that I tend to take the summer off from doing the podcast, uh, mainly because summer is a very busy time in my day job, and somewhere in the middle of all that, I like to take a summer vacation, so definitely my performance on the podcast gets a little spotty during the summer. So a couple years ago, I was like, screw it, I'll just take the whole summer off from the podcast. Well, you know, let me look at the calendar here. It's been, what, ooh, about five, six weeks since I've done a podcast. Uh, so, yeah, what can I say? The busy time kind of snuck up on me early this year, and I never had the time to do a proper season finale. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm considering this episode to be my proper season finale, and then I'll be taking the rest of the summer off, and uh, the Targ will probably be back, oh, sometime after Labor Day, early September. You know, Star Trek Day, September 8th. That's always the day I shoot for to bring back the Targ. So yeah, there you go. It's just, you know, I tell you, the real world it's a bitch like the song says i wish the real world would just quit hassling me but yeah that's okay i still find time to escape online i've been playing around and experimenting with the new social networking trend google plus have you heard about google plus as I said, it's the hot new social networking site. Essentially, Google has been trying for a while now to break into the whole social networking market. They did one thing called Buzz, never really took off. They did another thing called Wave, never really took off. So now they got the new one, Google+. Plus. Much like Gmail in the beginning, uh, you have to be invited in order to uh, check it out. So I was lucky enough to score an invite from a friend. I got invites if anybody wants one, by the way. You can shoot me an email, marketchaosinabox.com. And so, yeah, I've been playing around with Google+. Uh, my initial thoughts, Google+, right now, looks a lot like Facebook in its early days. You know, everything I loved in Facebook when I first joined five years ago, that's what Google Plus seems to be emulating right now. Oh, I'll never forget 2006 when I first signed on for Facebook. There was my buddies. Oh, man, you got to try Facebook. Facebook is so awesome. Everyone's on Facebook. Get on Facebook. And I'm like, no, man, I'm not getting on Facebook. Facebook is just this year's MySpace. And he was all like, no, dude, it's so much better than MySpace. You got to try Facebook because, ah, oh, it's 
awesome next to MySpace. So I got on Facebook, and six months later, there was my buddy, oh, man, I hate Facebook now. It's the new MySpace. And I'm just like, yeah, I told you. Uh, but anyways, I digress. So Google+, Plus. Uh, one thing I really like about Google+, Plus right now, that's the whole concept of the circles. Uh, you know, you can group all of your Google Plus friends into these different circles, and then you can pick who sees what information. I know Facebook has the same kind of thing going on right now with its lists, but with the Google circles, it's a lot more idiot, a lot more idiot proof. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a lot more idiot proof, and it's just easier, more user friendly. I'm really, really liking it. And, uh, well, I guess my only problem with Google Plus right now is I haven't figured out where to put it in my whole network of social networks. You know, what are the two big ones that I'm on? There's Twitter and there's Facebook. I found that Twitter is perfect for off-the-cuff comments. You're watching something on TV, you think something stupid happens, bam, you can put your commentary on Twitter. Like a friend of mine pointed out, the same one who got me on Facebook, by the way, Twitter is a lot more fun when you have a smartphone, like a Blackberry or an iPhone or something like that. Because when you see something stupid and you want to comment on it, boom, you whip out your phone and bam, you post the twit right away. Facebook, on the other hand, I found in this day and age, Facebook is good for sharing stuff. You find an interesting news article you want to pass along, you find a funny YouTube video, well, Facebook is the perfect forum to put that out there. So that's what I use Twitter for, that's what I use Facebook for, and I still haven't quite figured out what to use Google Plus for. You know, it's still very new. I think Google Plus is literally only three weeks old, but still, it's the hot new thing, and I'm trying it, and I I see possibilities. So yeah, I'm on Google Plus. As I said, I got invites if you want to get on board. So yeah, I'll invite you because, you know, it's only three weeks old. You have to invite people. I don't know very many people over there yet. I want to bring some friends with me. Well, let's get to some music now, shall we? Here's Linkin Park. It's iridescent on the dark. Cataclysm raining down Insides crying, save me now You were there impossibly Shine 
Lincoln Park with Iridescent. That's the theme song to Transformers 3 here on U62 The Targ. Uh, good afternoon. Mark Cap is still here with you. And uh, yeah, I saw Transformers Dark of the Moon a couple of weeks ago, a.k.a. Transformers 3. Uh, you know, there's a simple tradition that I've followed ever since my 11th birthday. On my birthday, I see a movie. It was my birthday a couple of weeks ago, so yeah, went to see Transformers Dark of the Moon. Uh, so what did I think of it? Well, to recap, Transformers, the first movie, I loved it. My childhood nostalgia was enough for me to overlook all of that film's flaws. You know, the childhood nostalgia is so awesome. I'll never forget when I saw it in the theater. I saw it with my brother. My brother was sitting next to me, and when uh, Peter Cullen lets loose with that opening line, Before time began, there was the cube. My brother whispered, holy fuck, it's really Optimus. So yeah, right there. Transformers, awesome. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen was the first movie that I found to be so god-awful fucking horrible that I wanted to throw things at the screen. Seriously, it was just a random series of explosions. No plot or nothing. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, such a bad movie. So... The bar was pretty low going into Transformers Dark of the Moon, but I gotta say, I I kind of enjoyed it. But still, you know, I had some problems with it. You know, the Transformers movies, the live-action ones, are really starting to remind me of the Godzilla movies. Things get really, really slow when the humans are on screen. And why do we spend so much time with uh, Sam Witwicky there, as played by Shia LaBeouf? You know, it's just, you know, one of my biggest problems with the uh, with the um, uh, movie. So early in the film, uh, they find and they resurrect Sentinel Prime, who in movie continuity was the leader of the Autobots before Optimus Prime. And there's this beautiful scene of Optimus Prime taking Sentinel Prime on a tour of Earth. And in this tour... Optimus Prime offers the Matrix of Leadership to Sentinel Prime. You are back, my mentor. Please resume leadership of the Autobots. And Sentinel Prime is like, no, I am a stranger in a strange land. Now I am the student and you are teaching me the ways of this planet. It was such an awesome scene. But then just when you think it's really getting ultra dramatic between this mentor and his student... Bam! We cut back to Shia LaBeouf being all wacky and silly and trying to make it in the real world. And I'm like, no, no, stay with the robots! You know, again, having grown up with the Transformers franchise, you know, I don't care about Spike. I care about Optimus Prime. I care about Megatron. I want to see them. And, you know... Something I read on a message board online summed it up perfectly. The Transformers movies are like a Star Trek movie, but instead of being about Kirk, Spock, and Bones, it's about some guy wandering around the Enterprise while shit blows up around him. You know, uh, just that was my biggest complaint about the second film, and it's still my biggest complaint about the third film. We never really get to know any of the Autobots or Decepticons as characters. And just, that is very disappointing because I grew up with those characters. I love those characters. I want to see more of them. But other than that, you know, Transformers 3 reminded me a lot of 
Terminator 3. It's good, it's a fun ride, but ultimately it brings nothing new to the table. You're enjoying it, but you're like, yeah, I've seen this all before. So, yeah, Michael Bay is saying this is his last Transformers movie. I'm kind of glad that he's done with it because, you know what, I want to bring in a director who actually knows who Optimus Prime is and will deal with Optimus Prime as a character. And talk about random cameos in this too. Buzz Aldrin, the second man on the moon, he is in this movie. Why the fuck is Buzz Aldrin in this movie? Although one of the random cameos, Leonard Nimoy does the voice of Sentinel Prime and that is incredibly awesome and he busts loose with one of his classic lines from Star Trek when I heard it, my little geek heart just melted. So yeah Transformers 3, good but doesn't bring anything new to the table Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down productivity is up and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ You're sort of famous, a minor celebrity And so it only makes sense the world would be Obsessed with every single thing you do They're running round with their camcorders in the night They're lurking patiently and hoping that they just might See something real embarrassing you do the bad hair day and sweat-stained t-shirt That's the story that they're gonna feature With exclusive pics of your flabby behind You think you're all alone, but that's right When you'll find a bunch of paparazzi Popping out of nowhere Cameras in your face And then suddenly You're on TMZ You're on TMZ down the street and asking stupid questions while you're trying to eat so you cover your face thinking to yourself hey isn't this creepy and they're out there praying you'll have a big meltdown and take them on a little car chase through this whole town they'll be there with you when you're going to jail first on the scene for every wardrobe fail you just picked up some Seconds later, it's up on the website Get a Vegas wedding, a quickie divorce And they'll be sneaking in, snapping pictures of course And if they ever catch you picking your nose Or stumbling down the street on a drunken spree You're on TMZ 
single time a star decides to shave their head or ram their car into a tree. They're on TMZ. Al Yankovic, TMZ, here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is here with you. Yeah, during my hiatus there, uh, Weird Al Yankovic's new album, Alpocalypse, came out. Uh, that's one of my favorite parodies off of it. It's a parody of You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift, all about, of course, the famous gossip-mongering website. Uh, fun trivia fact, that announcer in the middle there who says all the crazy things ending with everything celebrities do is fascinating. Uh, that is voice actor Tom Kenny, best known as the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. And that's your trivia for today. But you know what? Uh, we're getting to the end of this uh, week's episode of the Targ, this season of the Targ. And I just have to end with a little story that I think, you know, sometimes we geeks can be the dumbest smart people on the planet. You know, earlier this week, the Star Trek message boards lit up. Mila Kunis came out of the closet as a Trekkie. Mila Kunis, a uh, resident hot chick. You might remember her as Jackie on that 70s show. Uh, she's done a bunch of movies now. She was in Black Swan where she had the lesbian makeout scene with Natalie Portman. I haven't seen that film yet, but from what I hear, it's quite spellbinding. And, of course, you know, lesbian sex scenes make everything better. Uh, she's about to be in the new movie Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake. And, yeah, apparently she is a big-time Trekkie. And in this one interview, instead of being all like, yeah, I'm a Trekkie, she came out hard. She was like, yeah, I'm a Trekkie. You want to know what my favorite series are and where I rank them? So, yeah, she ranked her favorite Star Trek series. Her favorites are, in order, TNG original series, Voyager, DS9, Enterprise. And the Star Trek message boards, the Trekkies, they just went nuts. They were all like, how dare she rank Voyager better than Deep Space Nine? And, you know, I was just looking at that, and I was like, you dumb Trekkies. Someone who is currently acknowledged as one of the hottest women on the planet comes out and says she's into the same stuff you are, and rather than revel in this fact, right away you go nitpicking her logic, questioning continuity with her. I mean, how stupid are you? You know, let, let me try and make a sports analogy here. You know, if you find the woman of your dreams, and she's into hockey just like you. And she says that her favorite team is the Flames and your favorite team is the Oilers. Now, would you actually dump her because of that? Or would you let your hormones do the talking and be like, oh yeah, right on, I found a fellow hockey fan that I can bang. You would probably bang her. And that's what I'm saying. Trekkies, quit obsessing over the fact that she likes Voyager better than Deep Space Nine. And just be grateful that a hot chick is into the things that you're into. And besides, let's be honest. Everybody knows that Deep Space Nine is better than Voyager. But you know what? You love a person for their flaws. 
So there you go. Yeah, she likes uh, Voyager better than DS9, but come on, Trekkies, get over it. And just enjoy the fact that, hey, you could probably get her to do a little 7 of 9 cosplay for you. Uh, but anyways, I think that's a good note to end it on right there. This has been a pretty good season of the Targ. I tried doing my half hour with the regular segments, but you know what? That was so labor-intensive that you can tell I kind of dropped doing it. So yeah, kind of like I did last year. Uh, my, during my summer hiatus here, I'm going to be rethinking things, replanning some things, and I'm thinking this fall, this September, I'll do a complete relaunch from episode zero. So yeah, just like everything else in Hollywood, I think the Targ is due for a gritty reboot. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you in September. of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Well, that was pointless. Yeah.